save us, Lord our God. Let your face shine upon us that we may be saved. Alleluia. 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion approached him and appealed to him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, suffering dreadfully. He said to him, I will come and cure him. The centurion said in reply, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you enter under my roof. Only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. I say to one, go, and he goes. To another, come here, and he comes. And to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Amen, I say to you, in no one in Israel have I found such faith. I say to you, Many will come from the east and the west and recline with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the banquet of the kingdom of heaven. The gospel of the Lord. Again, good afternoon. So today we look at these scriptures and this gospel reading, I like this gospel reading because it talks about Jesus is amazed. Um, and, and I think this happened a lot more than we realized. But Jesus, remember, <laughs> he was, he, of all of humanity, he most allowed himself to be affected by the created world. Jesus was the most sensitive to the Father's presence, to the beauty of the created world, and especially through the people that he encountered, which obviously he created. These people that God the Father, through his word, through Jesus, created. When, when Jesus encountered people, he was <coughs> deeply affected, moved. And in this particular scripture passage, we hear this story of this centurion. This centurion, you got to think, this guy... He, he doesn't even know anything. You know, he's never been baptized, obviously. He doesn't have the sacraments. He doesn't know what the church is. He doesn't even, you know, he's a Roman soldier who really knows not much other than what he's heard from other people and what he perhaps witnessed here and there of this person named Jesus Christ who, Jesus who healed and cured and spoke and preached and teached and taught so many and brought hope and healing and deliverance and he probably even saw how Jesus challenged the religious leaders of the day. And, and he saw in Jesus something that was unique. And so this centurion, um, as he enters Capernaum, he meets this centurion. And the centurion wants to help his uh, servant, right? And who's paralyzed, suffering dreadfully, it says. And so he goes up to Jesus and he, he just tells Jesus what's going on. Now remember, this is prayer. Sometimes we're like, oh, we're reading the scripture. We have a man talking to the Son of God. 
That's prayer. Anytime we talk to Jesus, or anytime in Scripture you see someone talking to Jesus, they're praying. Because prayer is conversation with God, right? So this man's, the centurion's talking to Jesus, and he tells him about his problems. And then Jesus says, well, I'll come and cure him. And then this man has this amazing response. Um, he says, you know, we say this right before we receive communion, right? Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed, right? And he says this to Jesus. And then that's where it goes on a little down further. And he says, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed. <laughs> he was amazed. And you could imagine, you could almost hear it in the scripture, like kind of hear the excitement in Christ's voice. He's like, amen, I say to you, no one in Israel have I found such faith. He's excited that the, the, he's excited that he's affecting others. So Jesus, who allows himself to be moved by the Father, allows himself to be moved by the created world, by, by the people around him, he sees in this centurion some of himself. He sees this man is moved. This man is coming to life. This man's experiencing something, and he's responding. He's come to me. He's asking for help. He's asking for healing. And not only that, his faith has amazed Jesus. And we know that the church has always taught that faith, faith releases grace. Faith releases grace. So throughout your day, you make acts of faith. Simple things. Jesus, I believe in you. And then you pause to receive the graces distributed. Jesus, I love you. And you pause to receive the graces that are distributed. I think sometimes, at least for me, I'll say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I praise you. But I don't put the pause in there. It's like saying, give me a drink, but not holding your cup still to receive the water that's being poured. So, Lord, I love you. Now collect the graces. So this is a particular part of prayer that I think a lot of times we miss. It's the act of faith which moves God. Jesus was moved by the act of faith. Remember the woman with the hemorrhage. He was moved by her act of faith to release healing power. If you look at scripture, Jesus says, you know, can you do this for me? He goes, what do you mean, can you do this for me? Yes, I could do it for you. Do you believe I could do this for you? He always asks, do you believe I could do this for you? What do you want me to do this for you? What do you want me to do for you? And then people make acts of faith, and then healings happen, conversions happen, grace comes into someone's life, peace is introduced. How many times, you know, when you're feeling anxious or feeling kind of out of sorts or you're struggling with something in your life, how about instead of getting frantic or frazzled or all in a frenzy, how about just turning to the Lord and saying, Jesus, I believe in you. And just receive the power that he promises. You, if you make acts of faith, you will receive grace. There's no doubt about it. So when you're here at Mass, I'm saying the body of Christ, and you're saying amen, meaning I believe, so be it. Now when you receive communion... How do you receive him? Do you allow him to pour his life into your imagination, your memory, your emotions, your thoughts, all the people in your heart? 
letting the Lord saturate you and soak you with his divine life, his presence, his grace. So it says here, I say to you, you can hear his heart. Jesus is like a little child. He's like, this is awesome. Father, this is awesome. Look what's happening. It's actually, people's lives are being changed. Look, this guy, he's not even of the Israelite people. He's a Gentile. He's not even a Jewish person. Look, Father, look what he's doing. Look what you're doing. It's working. They're experiencing my love. And it moves Jesus. And it says, he says, it says here, I say to you, many will come from the east and the west. He goes, he's basically saying, this is for everyone. Whether you're Jew or Gentile, male or female, Greek, whoever you are, Roman, this is for everyone. The Lord's excited that he's moving people. Because remember, faith is a response. Believe. When you say, I believe, you're responding to something that you've encountered. I believe in you, Jesus. I believe. And then you're receiving that grace that's poured out. Okay, so he says, many will come from the east and the west, reclining with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the banquet of the kingdom of heaven. This is mass. This is heaven. This is the banquet. We are there. Many will come from the east and the west. You come here. Why do you come here at 1215? Why are you here? Why have you come? Because you know who's here. Jesus is here. And he's excited. Do you ever think about how each one of you amazed Jesus? Each person in here moves Jesus. Jesus is not a stoic. Jesus danced. He sang. He celebrated. If you ever seen that culture, they sing and dance. Their weddings go on for days. They celebrate. Jesus grew up in this. He was moved to tears. I could see Jesus, you know, getting up in the morning, going to his prayer and seeing the sun come up and start crying just because of the love his father has for him. He didn't see just a sunrise. He saw my father loves me. You know, I, I love, I don't, many of you probably have seen it too, but like, it's beautiful how the snow is staying on the trees. Um, how, have you allowed this, this beauty outside our church to move you? Have you allowed the beauty of creation to move you? The more you receive him and let him love. And, and I think a lot of times it's because we're afraid. We're afraid. Don't be afraid to let Jesus live in you and praise the Father through you when he sees the sun, the moon, the stars, when he sees the snow on the trees. Jesus speaks through my lips, thank you, Father. I praise you, Father. And guys, when we say, like, our Father, do you understand, when you say our Father, do you understand that that's Jesus in you talking to his Father through your body? I don't know if you understand that, but through baptism, we become his body, right? Do you understand that when you love, it's Jesus through your body loving someone else? When you smile, it's Jesus through your face smiling. When you, when you pick someone's uh, whatever, drop something, drop someone, you pick it up for them, it's Jesus using your hands, Jesus using your feet. It's Jesus living through you, the mystery that he lives continually, his life, his death, 
and his resurrection continues to be lived in and through every Christian that allows it to happen to them. So Mass is not a 12-15 event. Mass is all day long. So wherever you're at, you're connected to this moment in time and space where all of heaven and all of earth gather and all is presented with him, in him, and through him to the glory of God the Father for the salvation of souls. So you're here as a part of this great mystery. Remember, the priest is head, the members are body. We're, it's just not me, Jesus, here. We're all Jesus here. I'm the head as priest, and you as the members are the body. We're, it's, it's not a head and a body. It's the body and him together. It's the body of Christ is here entering into this great mystery of love where heaven and earth intersect and interconnect and grace flows out. So let's ask for these graces today. I would encourage you throughout this, especially as we begin Advent, make acts of faith frequently throughout your day. Jesus, I believe in you. And then pause for a minute to collect what he gives from his amazed heart when you say that. Jesus, I love you. Pause, collect from his amazed heart what he wants to give to you. So let's ask for these graces today as we, as we continue Mass.